motorcycle men. Hello, everybody. This is Ted, and this is the Motorcycle Men Podcast, episode number 73. I am here in the V-Twin Cafe all solo by myself, but that's okay because I have on the show tonight a very special guest. Um, if you're like me, you've had this long-standing dream of riding your motorcycle across and around this great nation of ours, seeing all the beautiful sights, going to places that most people only dream of. Well... This woman that I have on the show with me tonight will make you look like a baby, like you are afraid to ride your motorcycle. And this woman did it all from the seat of her Vespa. And joining me now from this city by the bay in the great state of California, uh, telling me about the warmth, uh, Miss Stephanie Yu. How are you doing, Steph? Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me here. Well, thank uh, you for I'm being on. Good. 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 Yeah. Been doing much riding lately? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, almost every day, except for the two weeks that it was raining constantly. But oh, oh, aside you, from that. What, you don't ride in the rain? <laughs> I do, um, and I, I did. <laughs> it's just not as fun. It's not like, you know, I wouldn't ride for fun in the rain. Only because you had to, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, well, that's the way we are here. I think so. Me personally, I won't never voluntarily get on my bike and intentionally ride if it's raining out. Yeah, like, it's usually not like you look outside and go, "Yeah, that's that's what I want to. That's what I want to do." <laughs> well, for those of you who have not heard of Stephanie, you, uh, we're gonna. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, just exclude the part between diapers and your first beer. All right. right. Um. Okay. Uh. Hi, my name is Stephanie. Um, I ride a Vespa. Uh, I have been riding my Vespa across North America uh, since 2014. Wow. So I guess I'm a Vespa traveler. I guess you are. Distance traveler. Right. Now, you run a blog called the 250cc Superhero. Yes. The short yep. scooterist on a long ride. Yes. All right. Tell us about your blog. What's that all about? Um, when I set out from Rhode Island in May of 2014, uh, I, uh, wanted to tour the U S and originally I'd plan on riding for maybe four months and I would do uh, daily drawing as I went and take photos and journal and like post all of that to the blog. This is, I wanted, I'd read a lot of other people's blogs as I, you know, kind of designed my own journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to make that accessible to other people who might want to do the same thing. So, um, the ride, obviously it went much longer than the four months. No, did it? (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm still going. (laughs) So now it's just a blog. Uh, they're about, I did, uh, daily drawings, um, like little cartoons. I work as a professional illustrator. So I did daily drawings for every day for about 400 some days. Wow. 15 wow. months worth of drawings. Wow. I want to see your portfolio. Yeah. Well, it's all online. All right. 50superhero.blogspot.com. Yes, I see that. And you can look at all of them. It's actually quite overwhelming. Well, uh, well I'll, I'm going to get into that, uh, into your artwork in a little yes. bit, because that's very interesting to me. Um, but we get ahead of ourselves. What's, what's that? We'll get way ahead of ourselves. Yes. Yeah. We're not, we don't want to do that. We're just staying in now. 
Uh, how do? Tell me about the name, the 250cc superhero. Where'd you get that from? Um, so I, um, uh, my first scooter was a uh, 50cc. It was okay. a little, a genuine buddy 50, two stroke, right. tiny bike. Uh, and as a joke, I think, because I'm, I do martial arts, I'm really into martial arts. Okay. Um, my friend called me the 50cc superhero. Uh, it's like tiny. Oh, and, oh I get it. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I I just adopted the name when I got a bigger bike. Wait, okay. <laughs> now how long did, how long did you ride the fifty cc for? Uh, I think it was my primary transport in Providence for maybe a year, uh, year two years. Yeah. About. Uh, I got a motorcycle shortly after. <laughs> I got a a Kawasaki five fifty uh, LTD nineteen eighty three. That's a little different than a uh, Vespa, huh? Quite different. Well. Yeah. Yeah, it just it's quite different. What 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 <laughs> was fifty to a five fifty? Uh what was more fun? The uh that one or the scooter? Uh they're different. Yeah. Um, think, yeah, they're so different. Um uh, especially compared to the fifty. I mean the top speed on the fifty is like if you tuck and go downhill a little, it might be forty <laughs> you, get, you get outrun by a dog, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but it was fun because I kinda I didn't really you could just park it on the sidewalk I yeah didn't care too much well i park um, i park my big harley on a sidewalk too i don't care oh that yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um the kawasaki was fun because that was uh, uh i took it on the freeway that was i was very excited to be able to go faster oh really how, uh, yes how, how fast so, did you how fast uh, did, did you go faster than a vespa uh yes actually probably <laughs> well so i think so I kind of split the difference when I got the 250, um, okay. which is my current Vespa. Uh, I think the top speed on the 250, on paper, it's 83 miles per hour. Right. Pretty sure I've had the Kawasaki up that fast. I'm not really even a speed demon. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's kind of like the wind gets really loud and kind of buffets yeah. you around. I'm like, all right, well, that's enough of that. <laughs> so then that's actually, I guess, why um, I eventually I sold my other two bikes and I took the Vespa, the 250 Vespa with me. Wow. Now, is that the, is that the biggest Vespa that you can get? Uh, no, they make a 300 now. So oh, the no 250 kidding. is actually, uh, I got it the last year they made a 250. Okay. So 2009. After that, they uh, just bumped everything up to 300. So that the, the one that it's on your, on your website, the blue one, that's just the current mm-hmm. one you have now? That is the one I have now. That's the one you have now. Well, so I'll tell you what, why don't you t- uh, uh, tell us about your Vespa and how it's been uh, performing for you on this long journey. Uh, it's been performing really well. <laughs> I, oh, yeah? I, I'm waiting for, fingers crossed, or knock on wood, waiting for something terrible to happen because it's been doing so well. Um, I think uh, it's it's fuel injected, which I specifically wanted because mm-hmm. I you know, tended to climb some mountains. I right. wasn't sure I wanted to deal with rejetting in addition yeah. to everything else you right. deal with when sitting off on a long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, I don't know. It's just a really comfortable ride. I think that's why I picked it, it was, um, it's the one that I, a lot of people ask why I didn't go with the motorcycle, uh, because that's an obvious choice. Yeah. But I think the Vespa was just so much more comfortable. It's like a very upright riding position. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the one I, it's really fun to ride. So yeah. 
It looks, and you've got it loaded up pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a little slower off the line with all my luggage on it. You know, because I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, you got a few things on there, and I did see another picture. Oh yeah, here the picture where you're in front of the garage with one of your friends. I I see, and it's you've got side bags, back bags, you've got yep. bags in, in between you, and like it, you've got little farkle things hanging off your handlebars oh, yeah. and stuff, and like, <laughs> and on the front, I just noticed you got stuff on the front. Wow. Yep. Oh, that that thing is loaded. I I, I kind of wish I knew how much gear I was actually carrying, like in terms of sheer weight. Right. It's got to be the size of at least a small child. Wow. It, um, it's all. That's uh, a very big child, actually. Like, <laughs> you got a yeah, lot of stuff. Um, and what? the pack is like it's it evolved over time. There are some like earlier photos when I left, and I did have the two side side bags. Yeah. But I didn't have a front rack yet. So I kind of loaded things like in the canyon, which is the like the behind the leg shield. Yeah, yeah. And like I had a different top case and um, just loaded things behind me. I like double bag. <laughs> you are loaded yeah. up there. Oh my god! And I don't know what that section is between your legs is called down down there on the floor. I, I just we'll call it the floor. But yeah, you've got uh, stuff people piled call up. It canyon. Oh, they call it the canyon. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. Yeah. And you've got, you've got that thing loaded up. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Now, do you feel the weight on that when you're riding? Oh, yeah, I, do, I definitely do. Oh, yeah? And it handles okay? Uh, I actually like it better <laughs> with the weight. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, it's it feels, uh, especially when you're going faster, um, it feels just a little more stable. Do you know how much a Vespa weighs that your, your bike weighs? Uh, My Vespa weighs about 330 pounds. And then you've got another 330 pounds of gear on it. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? You've got, you've got me, you've got me curious now because I'm going to the Vespa website mm-hmm. and you have the, uh, the GT, is that the GTS series? It is the GTS. Uh, okay. Yeah. So now it's the 300. Yeah. I see that. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to look at the specifications. because I'm curious if they even have it on the website. I don't even know if they do or not. Uh, looks like that's not going to be the case. All right. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Nope. They don't have the specs on here. Okay. But the, it's a good looking bike. I think it's, you know, the funny thing is, you know, uh, uh, Dave Mass? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I interviewed him last week. Yeah. And, he, and to he, it. <laughs> you did. Okay. Yeah. And he, um, thanks for listening. Uh, but he gave me your, your contact information and he was telling me about his bike. And then I had never really, I, I've known about Vespas for the longest time, forever. And I've never really, you know, looked at them. So, yeah. you know, he's, I'm talking to him and I called up the website while I'm talking to him and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking like, damn, these things are pretty cool, you know? And now, now <laughs> I'm thinking like, I've been a Harley guy all my life and I'm thinking like, you know, this might be really neat just, just to putz around back and forth to work, run to the store real quick, you know? And I'm, <laughs> so now I'm like, you know, Dave said to me, he says, watch it because it's, it's catchy. You know, yeah, you, you get one and you're not, you can't go back. So I'm, um, <laughs> It's its hooks in. <laughs> it does, you know. So it's I'm I'm really I'm really curious now. I'm thinking like I'm I'm, I'm scooter curious. So I'm really wondering. I might I might I might curious. <laughs> I might have to do something about this. But I, I like the I like the Super GS, GTS too. That's pretty neat. But either yeah. way. But anyway, so you've been riding this bike all around the country, and so far, according to your website, you've logged nearly fifty eight thousand miles entirely on your Vespa. Yeah. Did any of those miles have any doubt or uncertainty involved in them? Um, uncertainty in the performance of the vehicle or uncertainty in like, I'm questioning my own sanity. Everything. Everything. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. When I uh, started out, um, 
I was full of doubt because this was a major, this is a major undertaking. I didn't, I didn't just like set off for a few months, which is already a pretty big trip. Yeah. Uh, I packed up, I packed up my life. <laughs> I uh, sold off most of what I owned and put the rest into a storage unit. Mm-hmm. And I was saying goodbye to Rhode Island. Like I was ready to go, but mm-hmm. it was still, it was a big step to finally be like, everything's in storage. Everything else, whatever le- is left is on my bike. Yeah. And now I just ride for a long time. <laughs> well, you know, well what, what gave you, you know, what gave you the idea uh, to, to, to do that? What, what inspired you to say, you know what? That's it. I'm selling everything I own and I'm going to get on a scooter and I'm going to ride into the sunset. Well, what give you, well, it, give you it, that? Isn't that a pretty classic? It is. It is very classic. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually kind of how it happened. Uh, I, I picked up riding by accident, kind of. I, mm. I just needed a, a better way to get around than cycling in Providence. And I didn't want a car. So mm. uh, the scooter shop, the local scooter shop, um, unfortunately, was closing down and liquidating their supplies. So mm-hmm. I picked up my 50cc. And then just very quickly, it was like down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I got my motorcycle <laughs> license, got a motorcycle, got another scooter. Yeah. Um, and then as I was, you know, looking online, uh, I found a lot of like ride reports and um, other people's stories yeah. about their extended overland travel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it just, it sounded like something I wanted to do. So I took, I mean, I didn't jump right in. I, I took, uh, some like four and five day trips, yeah. um, just to like test the water. And also mm-hmm. like, I wanted to, I've never camped before. So I kind of wanted to like, know what that's about, how mm-hmm. to do that. Um, since you can't take this kind of like, you know, U S motorcycle <laughs> trip without doing some <laughs> motorcycle camping or of course not. whatever, <laughs> Um, so, uh, I would go to, uh, Northeast scooter rallies and those would usually be like two days to ride over there and you can Wait, camp a little bit. And, yes. Scooter rallies? Scooter rallies. There's yeah. scooter rallies. Oh, do tell. Well, like you wouldn't believe there's, so, there are so many scooter rallies in the U S. Wow. Uh, uh, especially over summer, you can probably, you could go to one almost every weekend. Why do I get the impression that at these scooter rallies, there aren't a very, big population of very large bearded burly guys with tattoos (laughs) at them yeah not so much the scooter crowd is more like you're gonna get like you know some some mod suits maybe and (laughs) (laughs) a lot of parkas (laughs) really is it like a lot lot of parkas that smell like two-stroke smoke (laughs) yeah so i I guess it sounds to me like it would be like a like a I, and this is—I don't mean this in, in in a derogative way, but it sounds like a huge hipster crowd. Uh, I I don't know if there's I don't know if that's super. I don't think of it as very hipstery. No, I don't think they've caught on. To no, the, yeah, it actually tends to be like a little older than hipsters. I think. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to uh, Bermuda? Uh, no, I haven't. That's like scooter heaven. Oh yeah! Yeah, so, everybody there rides a scooter, and I, and I, when you say that, you know, I saw you just see people going to work in their scooters, in their suits, and their ties, and their, and their and their skirts, and all that. And it's and the first time I saw that, I was like, "That's really, really odd." But <laughs> you know, now I now that I'm I'm more exposed to the 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 culture, I'm thinking it's not very odd at all. I would expect you you'd see more of that. It seems like more regular people. Uh, when I say regular people, I mean like just 
ordinary moms and pops are the kind of people you expect to be on scooters, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, like you don't have to be like um, a, yeah. a rider like yeah, yeah. in culture. You yeah, exactly. around, yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty neat. Wow, scooter yeah. scooter rallies, huh? Yeah. Uh, mostly like vintage, a lot of vintage scooter rallies. Oh, wow. So I, all the two-stroke. Wow. So now, you, because you did load up your scooter as you did with all of that stuff, how much camping did you do? Um, overall? Well, yeah. I mean, did, I, I assume you did a distance, lot. I think if I'm covering distance, uh, I counted once and it was about a third of the time. Really? But now that like I've slowed down even more. <laughs> slowed I think down? I, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think I don't actually uh, camp quite as often. Um Especially like uh, because I work as I go, so right. it's very difficult, if not impossible, to work from a campsite. So yeah. extended camping is not very realistic for me. Oh, okay. Um, and also, like I tend to like cities. I like mm -hmm. camping, like oh, especially in California, it's beautiful. Um, I like camping when it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of times, like uh, I do, just I need to be indoors and I need to be with Wi-Fi so that I can either post to the blog or. Yeah keep up with uh, work yeah, uh, and like be in touch with people so that they know that I haven't, you know, wrecked on the side of the road. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. We, don't, we don't want any of that. D right. Did you yeah. uh, consume a lot of camp meals? <laughs> I uh, did not actually. Oh, really? You ate well, I guess. I, I did. Well, I also, uh, I made the decision early on not to bring uh, a camp cooking kit. Oh, really? So I don't cook uh, at the campsite. I always, if it's dinner, I will try and pick up something to go um, at the last town before I camp. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I carry a cooler, uh, like a soft cooler. It's a waterproof right. soft cooler. Okay. So I always carry breakfast. And that's my trade-off. It's like I'm always carrying either boiled eggs, uh, mm -hmm. yogurt, uh, some fruit, always. Right. Things to make breakfast with. So something to munch on, even on, on the road. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, cured meats, cured meats, hard cheeses, you know. Well, are you, like, doing the beef jerky thing? <laughs> I also do the beef jerky thing. Ah, but see? Also, like, you know, the, also the, uh, like, prosciutto. Prosciutto just naturally packs flat. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Saves lots of space. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Anything that seals up really good that you don't have to, that's yeah. got a... An extended, you know, expiration date on it is always yes, pretty good, right? Yes, exactly. I, oh. I've become a, well, I'm already a fan of like fermented foods, but things that like oh, yogurt is like, you can actually let that get kind of warm if you don't get ice often enough. <laughs> and it's not really going to spoil. It's yeah. it's going to get more tart. Did you do a lot of dried foods or? Dry foods? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I mean, if you have access to like a food dryer, dehydrator, did you like prepare stuff like that before you left or? If I had access to a food dehydrator, oh, yeah? I would have definitely used oh, it. Oh, okay. But I didn't and I, it wasn't really in my habit. So it became much more of a like, I also, um, uh, I would get uh, like dehydrated fruit from Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Trader Joe's. Love Trader Joe's. Oh, they're like, yeah. They're like the they're, best. They're portable and good options. Anyway, yeah. I, so I like Trader Joe's a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they do like uh, their coffee concentrate. Yeah. I can call <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, I was about to get excited. Well, I'll tell you what. I do love the pie chart though on your website. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I love keeping track of things like that. That's pretty cool. I like that. I it it, it kind of inspired me to do something similar. I'm like, I'm going to do that. That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. And it just the way you chopped out how much you camped and where you stayed and stuff. That's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I uh, I also like took uh, GPS tracks for everything. So there's really? one map I have that has all of the all of the roads I've ridden since. Yes, I, I see that. <laughs> It looks it looks very messy. It looks like a very very lost person. It does. Because <laughs> I'm looking at sense of direction. I was looking at this trying to figure out which way did you intentionally go, and I'm I'm not <laughs> sure if the there was an intention. Some spots you can see that, but other spots it looks like you were just aimlessly wandering around in circles. Yeah. Oh, and there, there, do, do you see the one like jaunt to Des Moines where it, like it goes into Iowa and it's like oh well. All right, and then just goes right back. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw it. I was like, whoa, saw what, that. what's that all about? Why did you just keep going? Because <laughs> uh, I wanted to go back to Madison to see my sister. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, uh, that's it. I thought, uh, yeah. did you enjoy Key West? Uh, I did, actually. Key West is uh, one of my favorite. It's It almost redeems the rest of Florida. <laughs> 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 I was uh, not a huge fan of Florida, but I think I hit it. In the wrong time, it was like June, it, July. Oh, June? oh, that's oh my god! I also it, that was um, early on in the trip, so I was really hauling. Uh, I rode, I think, ten or eleven days straight and slept in a different place each night. Wow! And that was what taught me that I shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, I need <laughs> to every out. fourth night. Uh, I try and stay in the same place. Hey, yeah, just a little break. Give yourself yeah, a yeah. yeah. And I think it's it's a little different um, from uh, if you are like if you only have two weeks and you need to like cram that with you you need to hit everything you want to do because you have to be back in two weeks. Yeah. So um, a ride like this, you really can't schedule unless it really and 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 enjoy the ride. Yeah, or you have to leave a lot of extra room uh, yeah. so that you can rest enough that you can enjoy the ride. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, there isn't really, uh, you don't kind of, I, I don't get to go home really. I don't get to yeah. go back anywhere and then rest and recover and feel like, you know, this is my, this is my little private comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I exist outside of the comfort zone uh-huh. constantly <laughs> for, for months. <laughs> well, And I didn't realize how it's, it's, it's very exciting. Um, but it's also like, I didn't realize how tiring it would be. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, how many, like, so how many hours a day would you be on the road? Uh, uh, it depends. Uh, I think the longest day I've ridden was 13 hours. Wow. Uh, sometimes I will only just go to the next town though. And it'll be like an hour and a half. <laughs> to what? Whatever. What? <laughs> Ride for an hour and a half and then you're done for the day? Sometimes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like probably as often as I've done like a 12 hour a day. So sometimes it's mostly if I'm covering distance, it'll be something in between. I yeah. aim for about 250 miles per day. And that's okay. like going to be a full day for the Vespa, but not so full that, you know, mm-hmm. I would, I could comfortably, I don't have to wake up early. I can roll in before the sun sets, yeah. and it's really nice to do that when I'm meeting people because then I can like take off my gear, mm-hmm. maybe have a shower, and then I still have energy to like go socialize. Oh yeah! Now, when you were riding, were you like all geared up, like full face helmet, the whole nine yards? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, all the gear all the time. Awesome. There you go. 
And I noticed by your route that you really didn't, it doesn't look anyway by your route that you rode a lot of major highways. It's uh, mostly secondary roads. Oh, good. Yeah, because I guess the Vespa would be screaming on the freeways, huh? You can do it. I've gone up and down, especially the uh, South Bay. I've gone up and down 101 and 280 a lot. Uh, South Dakota, I took I-90 straight across oh, three really? miles of I-90. Oh, okay. Because there uh, aren't really any other roads. Yeah. And if you take them, there aren't services. There aren't services, so you can't get gas or water. Oh, yeah, it's it's quite a different challenge if you don't take the freeway there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and how how did the uh, festival do on gas? Uh, it's usually it gets about seventy miles per gallon. What? Uh, yeah. No, and, really. Yeah, even with all my pack, it gets like about seventy. Wow. Uh, if I, I keep it, um, if I ooh, oh dear, someone is calling. <laughs> Sorry. All right, we can edit it. Hello? Hi, Erica. Uh, more juice delivery today. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm actually a bit occupied for the next uh, hour or so, so. Okay, yes, thank you for calling. You do, bye. All right. Sorry about that. Hey, no problem. It was, um, Work calls, uh, I, right? Yeah, I've been doing a temporary gig here, uh, working for Postmates. Oh, it's, okay. it's a courier service. Oh, did some work. like free juice promotion All right. today. I was checking if I wanted to continue delivering. Oh, there you go. Well, spe- speaking, <laughs> well speaking of which, let's, let's, I mean, this wasn't one of the questions I gave you, but how have you managed to fund this journey of yours? Uh, well, uh, I work as a, um, freelance illustrator. Okay. And, uh, so it means I usually for, I've been doing this for seven years now. I can't believe it's been that long. Um, I keep waiting for the other, the other shoe to drop. (laughs) Is is there another shoe? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but what it means is that I'm already fairly accustomed to not having a regular kind of paycheck. Um, so like definitely not. Weekly or monthly, uh, I usually will do one to two books per year, and that means I see one or two large paychecks per year. So you get this big chunk of change, and I was I was planning on you know I would deliver the book in May of 2014, Mm -hmm. and then hit the road, and then just kind of keep funding with that. Like instead of paying for rent, I pay for gas and camping and, and hostels and, and hotels and whatever. Yeah. Not so much with hotels. Really? Oh. Quite in my budget. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's hard to, it's hard to travel for that long and stay in hotels. Well, talking about your artwork and you are the art artist slash cartoonist illustrator. Um, does that keep you busy at night between your travel days? And uh, usually not actually. So really? it's usually it's, um, I'm, too I'm often too tired and on a daily basis it's too unpredictable for me to work at night or to reliably work at night so if I do hear back from my editor and I have revisions or further sketches or whatever else I need to do for the book Mm -hmm. uh, I will seek out the next city that has amenities that I can like either stay in a hostel stay with a friend who has a desk and (laughs) wi-fi and I'll spend um, a week 
uh, maybe a few days a week up to months, maybe right. a month. I've actually done a month. Wow. Uh, and okay. just bang out all the work while I'm in one place. Um, it is pretty hard to work at night after riding all day. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was also, I'd committed to doing um, a drawing for every day I was on the road. So uh, for the blog. So I was already doing like nighttime drawings or, you know, coffee shops. I stop in a lot of coffee shops and do like my daily drawing. <laughs> and then I'll take a photo in the coffee shop and kind of clean it up and uh, upload it to the blog. That's and that's how 400 some drawings. Is it really that many? Uh, yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm looking at them and they're very, they're very good and they're really cute. You, and, yeah. You can just click on the, the daily drawings. Yeah. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm looking at now. <laughs> It's very cute. I like that. That's really cool stuff. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. I just thought it would be like a, a maybe a different, a slightly different spin on like, on, on, um, like the, the extended traveler. Yeah. Um, the extended travel journal. Um, cause it's a, a lot of people do ride reports and that type of thing. So yeah, the, the written ride, ride report, uh, or the, you know, the audio ride report, they're very informative and they tell you a lot of things that you, know, you would probably want to know about a journey like that. And then you have the, the, the cartoon drugs that you're doing. Right. And it, and it, like you said, it puts a different spin on it because it kind of like almost puts you in sort of a, like a whimsical mood <laughs> when you look at it. I, I really like, love your work. It's really good. Oh, thank you. You know, um, now, now you're doing this journey on, on your Vespa and you're all over the place on the, around the country. And you're running across other motorcycle guys and gals. And what's their reaction to you when they when you tell them, well, yeah, I'm riding around the country on my Vespa? Uh, generally, it's positive. Oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> it's Good. like positive bordering on disbelief. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Had a few people ask if I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you did you hook up with any people while you're like to ride with? Uh, yeah, a few times. Yeah. Um, uh, I post to ADV, the ADV forums. Okay. Um, and so sometimes I meet people there. Uh, they have a tent space sign up and it's a really great way to meet people who, uh, have a same, already something in common. You like to ride. Yeah. Um, but that's also, yeah, it's, it means like I keep a thread there and like sometimes people, if they see like I'm going to their, you know, mm -hmm. region, then I can reach out and say hi and like maybe they'll ride with me for a little bit. Right. Now Friend I rode with from uh, one scooter rally to another scooter rally from New Orleans to Toronto, Ohio. Um, so we rode for maybe five days together. And uh, another person, we rode around Arkansas mm -hmm. um, and did the Ozarks. Very, very beautiful. Should I go to the map and look at that and see if that was uh, – okay, I see where you're just – so that was just a little bit. You didn't do any twisty, twisty stuff there? You're, you're uh, some twisty. It's yeah. a little bit like um, – what you would find around the Blue Ridge Parkway. Okay. Wow. That's really cool. beautiful. Yeah. And uh, not, not quite as commercial as um, like the Blue Ridge, <laughs> which is very like, you know, you do the, t of course you have to ride the tail of the dragon and like you do all those motorcycle, yeah. motorcycle tourist destinations. Yeah, of course. And it's super fun for like, you know, completely different reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I imagine you going down the highway and uh, you're 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 mixed among a pack of Harley Davidsons and all these biker dudes with their vests on, and then you're on your scooter. Did that ever happen to you? 
Oh yeah, definitely. Did it really? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> uh, did I did I mention I went to Sturgis? For did Sturgis? you really? really? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell me so, about that. Uh, that whole stretch uh, along I ninety. Yeah. Uh, I was getting passed by Harleys left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just I was you know flat out uh, maybe doing I was probably doing eighty. <laughs> really. <laughs> and, and like Harleys with like lawn chairs strapped to the back are passing me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, did you? How long did you hang out at Sturgis? Um, oh, maybe five days. Oh, so you're there? Oh, yeah. Okay, you were there for a while. Yeah, I I made some friends in Mitchell, and um, and uh, they had a uh, and they'd rented out a cabin and had extra bunks, so I, I got to crash with them. Oh, there you go. It was it was the first time I I hadn't quite intended to go to Sturgis, but I guess I was going to Sturgis. Now, is there a bunch of badass scooter people there at Sturgis? Uh, I met, uh, an interesting couple on two trail nineties, Honda trail nineties. <laughs> it's not quite scooters. So you, you, you were the only scooter person there? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. What a distinction that is. You went yeah. to Sturgis on your scooter and were the only one there. And I, and I rode there. And you rode <laughs> there. You know, you that, that just puts a lot of people to shame though. You know that, don't you? It's it a very kind of trailer in kind of. Yeah, so. yeah. So, so that makes you a badass. That's what that is right there. <laughs> no, the two the two people on the trail nineties rode in too. Oh, they see? were on a, another like long uh, long trip. I think they were on their way to Florida from either Portland or Seattle, maybe Bellingham. But they were going like diagonal across the U.S. the opposite way that I was going diagonal yeah, well, across the U.S. Anyway, you meet you meet a lot of really great people oh yeah i would imagine so have you have you done any of the other motorcycle rallies like laconia and uh uh i went to laconia when i had the kawasaki oh you did oh you did yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just out there aren't you did you did you make it to uh the myrtle beach bike week and daytona bike week did not, no. you did not and you were in florida too yeah i, I think it was a no, yeah you probably missed it a um I, i'm looking at your map and i know that i see you, you hit you've been to all 48 states right Yes. Okay. And a little bit of Canada and a little bit of Mexico. Yeah. And how did that route planning go? Was there actually any planning? So, yes, there was actually kind of a plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I like having a framework. I like having goals that you kind of work towards, even mm-hmm. if you set like point A, point B, and then you don't take like the direct route. You take, you know, the really crazy, long, circuitous route. Yeah. And that's kind of how it worked out. Um, I set out to go to the four uh, extreme points of the U.S., so the easternmost point, the yeah. westernmost point, the northernmost, and the southernmost. I see you do So that. I went to Key West, the southernmost, and then I went to Angle Inlet, which is a really cool community that you have to cross into Canada to get into. Oh, it's yes. It's interesting border crossing I've ever I, done. I know exactly where you're talking about. I know exactly, yes. I do know exactly where you're talking about. And it's just, yeah. it's like a little peninsula that sticks out of Canada, yes. right? Up there, up in the Northwest. And, and that's that, right. And yeah, no, they got sliced off due to a, a, a map making error yeah. when they were drawing the borders. <laughs> and the only so it's a really, really cool community. Don't they have uh, a ferry that runs there now? I thought they had a ferry. That uh, they might, um, but I don't know if they would take vehicles. Oh, okay. So in order to ride there, you cross into Canada. Oh, that's pretty and funny. And you ride about like 50 miles of dirt. <laughs> the whole town is not paved. Oh, wow, that's cool. <laughs> but it's a, it's just a really interesting community up there. Um, and then uh, I rode to um, Nia Bay, 
which is technically is the northwesternmost. Um, the uh, westernmost is very close to it. They're within five miles of each other. Mm-hmm. And then I came down the coast of California, and uh, it was winter by then. Winter was settling in, and that was I was passing through the bay and decided not to go to the northeast for a while. Good plan. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my uh, that, that was three months in. And then by that time, I'd gotten quite used to just riding. Mm-hmm. So when it did finally, you know, I got antsy and was ready to go in February. Some um, a guy, Mike, who is who rode from Alaska to uh, the tip of Baja on a ruckus fifty. He also I met I met him in the Blue Ridge on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Right. Uh, he's ridden all over the U.S. on this ruckus. So he had just gotten back from Baja and was talking about how awesome it was. And so it was February, it was a little cold. I went to Baja, which is not really on the way to Lubeck, which is the <laughs> easternmost point, but I made it on the yeah. way. It's on the way now. <laughs> awesome. And that's kind nice. of the rest of the trip. It's it's like the first the first three corners, it yeah. took me about three months to reach each of those. And, and then, then the fourth corner was like 11 months or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's I, all I, the way across point, the country, yeah. Yeah, at that point, I was just like, I, I'll just, I'll get there sometime. I'll see Lubeck. And that was the piece, that was the corner that I technically started the closest to. So I didn't reach it until uh, July of 2015. Okay. Maybe it was end of June. Uh, time time gets a little weird when you're on the road. Yeah, I bet. It's I did- kind of like you don't experience... Um, uh, seasons so much you just kind of you go to where you can ride so you experience climates and even now it's like i mean it's san francisco it's yeah it's winter, quote unquote but i'm still riding every day so yeah how long, how long are you going to be in san francisco uh i'm hoping to be here till about april okay and then um this actually uh, gets towards uh, one of the other questions you'd asked. Yes. So what's next for the 250cc superhero? Yes. Uh, so in April, um, I'm really hoping that my bike is still doing as well as it is. Um, I want to go to Alaska. So I'm... Ooh. Yeah, the four, 49. I'm going for a 49. Wow. It's the motorcyclist's dream. Wow. And know what you want. If you're going to be up that far... You may as wander a little bit further north and get into the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I, I was looking at the Arctic Circle. It doesn't look like a very fun ride, though. I don't um, know. I might I might take a day and go up there. And, like, do some research. I, a lot of people have done it. Do some research. I know people have done it on Harley Davidsons. So, oh yeah, people people have done it on um, the GTS. Yeah. So there you they go. They already have. Go. I have like, tire recommendations. Yeah. Like, go for it. Advice. You could be. I don't have, so people have done it on scooter, but you could just put that stamp on it. You've been to the Arctic <laughs> Circle. That's all. I was just I was just talking to um, uh, Steph Jevons not too long ago. Yes, yeah. I, I talked to her about uh, literally. I swear to God, I talked to her about uh, two hours ago. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's she, amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I really I, I admire her journey. I oh yeah to try and like you know kind of cross paths with her, but um, she had to fly back to. England? No, she's uh, she is in British Columbia so, right now. She is where? She's in British Columbia right now. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's she's heading to Alaska too, isn't she? Uh, she uh, she wants to, 
And okay. I made the same suggestion to her. You know, the Arctic Circle. Come on, you've been to the Antarctic. You got to go to the Arctic Circle. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know? For her. So there you, there you go. Right there. Look at that. You both of you guys got to hook up and you do the ride together. That'd yeah. be awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I, um, I'm i hoping that, uh, excuse me, um, late, late April, I'll okay. start heading north from San Francisco. Uh, I'd like to hang out in Portland a bit. I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends in Portland. It's a fun town. I, I'd like to hang out. Right. Uh, and then Seattle. Seattle would be my last service stop and get my new tires and anything else that I want to have looked at. Wow. And, and it would be um, May 20th is my preliminary date I've picked to go go north. All right. Wow. <laughs> but one question I didn't ask you. How many tires did you go through on, this, on your journey so far? Uh, I actually have record of it, but... I don't know if I, you want me to, yeah, I don't know if you want to wait while I look all no, that. I, I can wait. I, I got all day. <laughs> uh, there's my, so I have a notes for my, oh, look at all these oil changes. <laughs> How many oil changes? Oh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 so far. Oh, that's all? That's it? Yeah. That's all? Yeah, maybe I missed a few. <laughs> um, hmm. Uh, this is, uh, my, whoa, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm on my eighth belt. And that eighth? probably wow. means, yeah, that probably means my rear tire is similar. Rear tire. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like eighth tire. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I did get a flat in Atlanta and then got like, it wasn't easy to repair. So it might be the ninth tire. Now, did you repair that yourself? Uh, it was fixed and then the plug fell out (laughs) and and it was just, uh, the tire was nearing the end of its life. So I got a new tire. Now, is is, is it easy to get service for your scooter when you're out on the road? Uh, actually, yeah, it's been not bad. Is Um, it like a scooter hotline you call? (laughs) No, I I would, I would either fix, uh, if it's a flat, I carry, um, a tubeless, uh, tire kit to patch that. And if it's something that I cannot repair, um, I have a towing service. Oh, so good. I right. get it towed to the nearest uh, nearest qualified deal, uh, qualified mechanic. Right. So I think the only time I've used it is in just outside of San Diego, actually. Okay. Um, the head, the fuel injector head snapped off. Oh. <laughs> I hit a bad bump. And, I can uh, imagine that's not good, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> but thankfully, um, uh, San Diego has a really awesome shop, uh, yeah. and they have they they fixed it right away. Wow, I, I keep I keep looking over at your map, and I'm just trying to discern what, what, what the method was behind it. And I, I guess I shouldn't be doing that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there's there's no real method. The, <laughs> it's really just kind of a like it's like when you're deliberately getting lost. Yeah, it's, that's that's exactly what it is. You were deliberately getting lost. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So you're going to go out and get deliberately lost coming up in April. That's great. Ah, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's, I envy the trip. That's that's really neat. But now you get. You, I'm very scooter curious now, so now I think I'm going to have to do something about that. <laughs> so I tell everybody here: How can people check you out and your blog and your and check out all your work, your your cartoon work, and even some of the books you've done? You're going to have to tell us about that. Um, you can look you can look up the blog at uh, 250superhero.blogspot.com. Um, you can also check out my professional work at uh, stephanieu.com, and that will bring you to my online portfolio. Okay. Now, is there a link to that on your? Uh... Uh, there's, pro- I 
I'm pretty sure there's a link on my blog. You can also like, you can search my name on Amazon. If you, if you want to buy books for your kids, I have a new one coming out. Uh, I think spring this year. I just handed it in. Okay. Well, what kind of, what kind of books are these? Uh, picture books. Oh, okay. Uh, children's books. But I also have some uh, chapter books that I've illustrated. And uh, I illustrated uh, SpongeBob comics. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Uh, that, those, are, those are actually really fun. Uh, it's really great working with the editor there. So. Oh, really? Oh, that's fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. man. And like, this is, this is uh, a lot of them are completed like on people's uh, kitchen tables uh, or kitchen <laughs> counters and dining room tables. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, they've, some of them they've been worked on in like coffee shops. I've definitely sent like in the, the preliminary stages for um, work before you're handing in your, your final. Yeah. Uh, you do like your sketches, your thumbnails, whatever. I have definitely done that in my sketchbook in like a coffee shop and like taken a photo <laughs> and sent that to an editor. <laughs> what, so. one, one last question I do want to ask you before I uh, let you go. The weather. How yes. did the weather treat you on your trip? Uh, you, well, you can't ride that many miles without hitting some bad weather. Of course not. So um, it's been it's been a good learning experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess you uh, I guess you got to use some rain gear. Uh, I've used a lot of rain gear. Yeah. Um, uh, I've noticed when my rain gears failing <laughs> so, okay. uh, uh, the pants that the riding pants that i started with yeah. um they're like armored and they were waterproof mm-hmm. uh, i discovered by the time i got back to the northeast um i hit a thunderstorm in the adirondacks and i was like that those pants were no longer waterproof at all wow. i began oh, no. to have my doubts and oh. that thunderstorm like sealed the deal. It's like the, those these pants are no longer waterproof. They're oh. also faded on the thighs oh, <laughs> because no. that's the part that faces the sun. Oh no! Um, so yeah, I've ridden through um, a lot of a lot of weather at this point. It's it's. Did you hit any snow? I saw some snow in the mountains in California. I rode in snow in New England. <laughs> <laughs> not not terribly safe. Right? Um, no, I wouldn't think not. No, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. But you can do it. <laughs> well, Stephen, listen, thank you very much for being on the Motorcycle Men podcast. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you and get the insight into doing a nationwide trip on your Vespa that everybody should get out and do, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Get so, out of your house and out of your comfort zone. That's it. Get out of your comfort zone. And that's that's the that's the lesson to be learned here. Get out of your comfort zone. Go buy a Vespa and then go around the country with it, right? <laughs> All right, Uh, Stephanie, thank you very much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you very much for listening to The Motorcycle Men. This was episode number 73. Don't forget, you can go check out all of Stephanie's stuff on her website, the 250cc superhero. So check that out. Also, I want to thank all of our subscribers who make all of these episodes possible For as little as a dollar a month, you can help the podcast out. And with that, we can improve the podcast, add more content, and hopefully better quality. And we're working on some video. And we're also trying to get a hold of some T-shirts and some other swag that we can send out to all of the wonderful people who subscribe to our podcast. And you can do that by clicking on the link on our homepage. Additionally... 
We've got a lot more interviews coming up in the weeks to come, so please stick around for that and look forward to hearing your comments. If you have any, by all means, please write to us at motomenpc at gmail.com, or you can also go and make comments on the iTunes uh, website, and you can comment on the show there. Thank you very much for listening. This is Ted. This is the Motorcycle Men Podcast. You all ride safe out there now, and pay attention. <laughs>